Um, as we sing these songs, there are there is a conditioning of our soul. Singing opens things up for us, opens our breathing up in the spirit. It's the emollients of the spirit that that stroke our soul and help us to become uncalloused once again, reaching, reaching, reaching for Him. Did you know that the first miracle that Jesus ever did would not have happened if someone had not invited Him to the wedding?
And invitations don't just come in written form or spoken form. They come in postures. Postures. I I was um, I was uh, rebuked um, the last day or two as I I felt um, my approach to this service today. If a preacher is not careful, they'll feel that the entire burden of accomplishment rests on their shoulders. And I felt frustrated with my lack of progress in preparing for the service, feeling. As I just said, as if the accomplishment for this service rests on me. And of course, I'm limited. But all of a sudden, he just whispered. He said, why don't you talk to me about it? And, uh, well, you know, that's, <laughs> that's a pretty basic idea. Why don't you talk to me about it? And then I said, Lord, you know, you know, you know the people that are there, you know their needs, you know, Brother Sister Grant, you know their needs, their strengths, their weaknesses, the people, the body of Christ, what we feel. And he is just able to, by invitation, to step into our midst and work miracles. Hallelujah. So many of us have seen in past years that when we invited him in that there were people that received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. They received their salvation with uh, not so much great preaching but just his wonderful spirit in our midst. People received their healings. People received answers because that we had invited him there. The governor of the feast, the wedding, perhaps he had no idea. Perhaps Jesus was not known as we now know him and as he was later known. And perhaps he did not know that they were going to run out of the beverage for the wedding. But because Jesus had been invited and, I might add, his mother's insistence, It's not just an invitation, but it is an insistence. She paid no attention to what he said. She paid no attention to the fact that he said, it's not, it's not my time. She didn't pay any attention to that. She just turned to the servants and said, whatever he says to you, do it. Glory to God. And Peace Tabernacle, you are, uh, you are half inch from one of the greatest breakthroughs, one of the greatest happenings, one of the greatest manifestations ever, ever, ever that's taken place here. I'm talking about the greatest, exceeding abundantly above all that you can ask or even think according to the power that's on the inside of you. And all he needs is someone to say that today, 1135, Sunday, whatever the date is, 
This is my day of the turning point. This is the day that as for me and my house, we are going to have what you say we can have. Today is the day. This is my turning point. The lady with the issue of blood, when she heard that Jesus was coming, she said, today is my turning point. And as she pressed through that crowd, what was her resolve? Today is my turning point. She framed her manifestation. Jesus didn't. Jesus did not frame her healing. She framed it. If I can get to him, if I can make connection with him, today things will be different for me. And we have carried the burden of lost ones. <laughs> Not going to carry that anymore. They are coming. awakenings it will happen when you say today is my turning point it will not be as it has been anymore no more no more I'm not going to carry that I'm not going to be mocked another day not one more day not one more second When she touched Jesus, what she had said, what she had decided took place for her. We may as well go ahead and rejoice and clap our hands that Shay is on her way. No doubts about it. Come on. Salt is in the pasture. She's getting real hungry. Come on. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. I realize that the Lord respects those that we pray for. He respects their will and their timing. But you know what? He can create... So many, he can allow so many circumstances to come into their life that they just say, you know what, what have I been doing here? Come on. The prodigal son, circumstances caused him to think a bit. Isn't that right? And he said, what am I doing here? This is a turning point for me. I will arise and go back to my father's house because even the servants have more than I've got now. Come on, turning point. I'm looking for a body of Christ that will say today is our turning point. I'll not come into this building again except there is a move of the Spirit, except I'm a part of the move of the Spirit. It's not going to happen ever again, never again. This is the turning point.
Hallelujah. We were, we were in revival in, I believe it was Decatur, Alabama. And I, I believe very strongly, and if any two of you agree, as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of their father, my, our Father which is in heaven. So I lined people up and I told them what I was going to do. I said, get, get in your mind. Is it biblical what you're wanting? Yes. Get you a scripture. Tell me the scripture. We'll agree. We'll ask. And the pastor's wife, whose father and brother were somewhere in Jackson area, been away from the Lord, drinking, doing everything they were big enough to do. And she said, and I think it was a Saturday evening maybe or a Sunday morning, I'm not sure. But I shook hands with her. She said, I'm believing for my father and my brother to get right with the Lord. I said, well, the Bible said the promise is unto you, to your children. I believe it's extended to our families. And we shook hands in the next service. I believe it was that night. may have been Saturday night. The next morning, she said, I got a call, or the next afternoon, my Mother or someone called and said, Dad and my brother got up and they started pouring their alcohol down the toilet, came to church, hit the altar, were restored to the presence of the Lord. Come on, because somebody said, today is the day. This is the turning point. Today, it does, we're not looking for July the 4th. We're not looking for uh, any holiday. Today is the day. Today is the day. The lady with the issue of blood had no holiday. It was her choice. When, where, how, what. This is going to happen. Phineas comes into the camp of the Israelites and he sees an Israeli man involved with a Moabitish woman that he was not married to. Something took hold of him. And he took his spear, and ever how morbid you may think the word of God is, he took his spear and speared them to the ground together. And there was a plague that was upon Israel because of this type of sin. And when he did that act, he said in fact, in act, this is a turning point. And God said the plague is moved off of Israel and there are going to be blessings that's going to come to Phineas' house because he set a turning point. Come on. You've already said it. What are our desires today? There is no desire that should supersede the desire for the presence of the Lord to manifest. No pleasure of the flesh should intercept or, or hinder and impede the presence of the Lord, the manifestation of the glory of God. Come on. 
And you do not necessarily have to step out of your personality to be what he wants you to be. Just do something. Just move. Just make a decision. Today is my turning point. Today my family is coming to God. Today the devil has bound them long enough. Today I am going to be changed. Today is a different day. Hallelujah. Today I'm not going to be sick anymore. Today I'm not going to be in poverty anymore. Today I'm not going to live in mental confusion and depression anymore. Not anymore. Never again in Jesus' name. I am going to worship. I am going to praise the Lord in the midst of the devil's activity. I am going to do this and I am going to have the joy of the Lord. I am going to have the peace of God that passes understanding. I am going to enjoy the blessings of the Spirit. Uh, let, me just, let me just say this and I, I hope that and pastor can temper this after I'm gone. We can fix this. But the moving of the service is not all hinged up here. Come on. <laughs> Woo! My growing up days, there were two or three sisters in the church. There was an uncle of mine that when there seemed to be a little binding up in the spirit and the float. One of those precious sisters would bail out of their pew and start marching down the aisle. And one of them just come up, Pastor, just forgive me, but I've got something to say. When she got through, there was a release in the house. Glory to God. There was worship in the house. One precious little mother would get up. She didn't say a word. She just up and down this aisle over here. Little white-haired grandmother and shaking her head and just her movement down there was an act that released the congregation. Hallelujah. It brought liberty because she's not going to sit there anymore and let this thing be bound. She's not going to do it. We learned to monitor different ones in church. We saw a little impedance happening in the service. We'd start looking around at the mothers in the church and looking. I had an uncle that would be sitting across the church from where we sat. And I, if I saw his head go down, I thought, oh, we're headed for a breakthrough here. And uh, no matter what was happening up here, uh, he'd go, whoa, whoa, whoa. About three times of that, and it was like dynamite fell, broke through, and lit up in that place. Come on. And there was pandemonium because somebody said, Today, this moment is my turning point. I'm not going to sit here and worship like I've always worshipped. I'm not going to sing like I've always sung. I'm not going to play like I've always played. I am a new creature. I'm going to walk in newness. I'm going to have the light of life in my life. I respect order. 
I respect order. I respect things being done decently and in order. But you know, we have to flip that sometime and say, what was decent and in order about the day of Pentecost? Come on. What was decent and in order about Acts 8, Acts 10, and Acts 19? What was decent about the Paul and Silas praising God and saying, this is my turning point, and the jailhouse rocked, and revival ensued? Come on. There's nothing decent or in order about that. It is a move. It is an invasion of the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. Been too many examples of someone that just couldn't take a regular choir song anymore. My pastor jumped up from the keyboard while playing for the choir and just began to shout and dance before the Lord. And witnesses to that night have told me in my own hearing that the piano continued to play. Come on. But when that happened, there was a release in the congregation. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So these precious sisters that stepped down from the choir, that's not too decent for them to leave the singing. Come on. But something begins to break. Somebody sees, hey, somebody is being touched by the presence of the Lord. Maybe I can get a little piece of this action. Come on. Hallelujah to God. Don't stop what you're doing, sisters. Keep moving. Keep marching. Keep worshiping. Glory to God. Somebody else is going to join you. Glory. Hallelujah. 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 I, I can see, and I'm quitting with this, I can see a lot of agreement with what I'm saying. And that is truly wonderful. But it's got to go beyond agreement. I said it has to go beyond agreement. Sometime we have to be boisterous about what we believe. Come on. Come on, we have to shout it out. Come on, we have to shout it out. We have to act it out. Glory to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm going to make some noise. Holy Ghost noise. Reverent noise. I am going to have my victory starting now in the name of Jesus. Let's all stand together, please. It's turning point time. Come on, it's turning point time. Hallelujah. Who's going to turn today? Come on, who's going to turn today? Hallelujah. 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 Glory. Glory. 
Glory, turning point. Glory, I'm not going to be afraid anymore. I'm not going to be hindered anymore. That's over with. That's over with. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, Sister Regina. Turning point. Turning point. Turning point. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And he's interested in everything that concerns you. Everything that concerns you. Job problems, marital problems, financial problems, illness problems, whatever it is. Can't seem to make a go of it problem. Make your decision today. Today is my turning point. Hallelujah. I've wrestled with being intimate with the Lord no more. I'm going to be strong in the spirit. Strong in the spirit. Hallelujah. Strong in the spirit. Strong in the spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory. Reach out and take it. Reach out and take it. Oh, glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. My, 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 my.
In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Bless you, my Savior. Bless you, my Savior. Glory, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, 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 Lord 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 Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Bless you, Lord God.
Anybody in here feel the presence of the Lord today? If you didn't feel the presence of the Lord, you need to get your feelers checked because the Lord is in this place. Amen. Amen. When the Lord was moving a little while ago, I knew I knew we needed to let Brother Ashcraft drive the boat a little bit. Amen. Amen. I'm so thankful for the presence of the Lord. Would y'all mind just being being seated just a minute? We do have a little little family business to take care of. We have I have two two prayer requests up here. Where's where's Tyler? Tyler, come back up here and do what you was trying to do a while ago. Let's give him a hand. If you all stand, oh, actually, no, never mind. You may stand. Announcements first. Everybody say youth group. Youth group will be having youth tonight this Wednesday night at 7.30. And uh, I believe that's going to be in the youth room or the fellowship hall. And uh, youth service will be uh, this Friday at 7 p.m. So don't forget. Change of plans. There will not be any youth tonight. Or you service this week due to uh, water heater of leak in their home, uh, brother, brother and sister Bowie's home this morning. So keep them in their prayers. That's a lot of work. I believe uh, what I heard they're ripping out carpet as we speak. So I, I know how that feels. My brother's house got flooded during Harvey. It's a lot of work. Uh, donuts with Dad will be next Sunday at 9 a.m. in the Fellowship Hall. So don't forget to invite your dads and just eat. I like food, so I'll be there. There are also invite cards in the foyer for the Donuts for Dad. Be sure and get your Father's Day balloons bought. It's going to be at a table. We'll have some uh, young people or anybody else uh, to take up uh, right names. and You don't have to pay it for today. I, I forget when we're supposed to pay it. But don't forget to buy Father Day balloons uh, to help our youth to go to NAYC this year. The Art of Marriage class will be on Sunday the 23rd at 6 p.m. So don't forget, couples, if you want to attend the Art of Marriage class, is the 23rd at 6 p.m. If you have any questions, just ask uh, Brother and Sister Doxill. They sit on the, over here. Wave your hand. There you go. I can't see. Your face is blurry. <laughs> <clears throat> apples of gold, ladies say apples of gold, will be Thursday the 20th at 7 p.m., 27th, okay, it's a different date up here, 27th, the 27th at 7 p.m., you don't want to miss that, I, I, I don't doubt there's going to be a very good speaker, and you're going to have a fun time, this Saturday will be the prayer chain from 6 a.m. to 5 p.m., so don't forget about that church to be there. Uh, you can pray for each hour, which hour you want to be here. Uh, uh, Sister Tiffany has an announcement, if, if she's here. 
There she is. Praise the Lord, everyone. I wanted to remind all of you who have children that go to Sunday school, the papers that they bring home, if you'll go over them with your with your child, your child, um, on the back at the bottom, I think it's in the on the left at the bottom, there's a link you can go to website and you and it's like a little devotion and you can go over it with them and it'll also I believe it also tells you about what they learned in Sunday school that day so I really encourage you to do that because sometimes they may not get every single little word that we say or every single little thing if we go if you're going over it with them that'll really really help second thing is this Friday this past Friday night we had warrior night which sure y'all remember that uh, their prayer meeting for ages 5 through 12 and all the kids who came, they all got a balloon, a gold balloon, to blow up. And so what we're telling them is that whenever you read your Bible every day, or some of them can't read, read it to them. Read it to them. Let them watch or hear, somehow get the word in them every day. Um, I don't want to, some of y'all may not like VeggieTales, but that's a way to get something in. And praying. <laughs> yeah, I like VeggieTales too. <laughs> and praying every day. So whenever they do those things every single day from, well, from this past Friday to next Friday or Saturday, if your kid is going to be going to camp Saturday, then blow up the balloon as much as it'll go and tie it off and let them hold it and take a picture of them and put it on Facebook and let them tag their, and tag their Sunday school teachers. And it's not really so that we can be like, oh, yeah, you blew up a balloon, yay. But they need to see that that doing those things consistently every single day, it helps you grow inside. It helps you grow and mature in God. And so and it might be just a balloon to us, but to them, that's a big deal because they did all those things and all that air that they express, expressed out uh, talking to Jesus, it, it'll, it blows that balloon up at the end of the week. It blows us up. It helps us to grow. So please do that with them. That's really important. And a lot of them, they took balloons home for their mom and dad to do it with them. So some of y'all have, there was, some of the families have like two or three kids. So we expect come Saturday to see four or five balloons in some of those pictures. Tagged with all of the Sunday school teachers in it so we can see, so we can let them know that that's a, that's a good thing. And it'll help encourage us to do the same as well. Thank you. Thank you, Sister Tiffany. I like to thank the Sunday school department for everything they do. I, I I love when I was a kid. I still remember all my Sunday school teachers, and uh, I got the Holy Ghost out of jealousy because all my friends had the Holy Ghost, but I didn't. So I had to have it. So I got the Holy Ghost December third, two thousand six. Never forget. We'll all stand this afternoon. I'm, I'm get I'm getting my days right. Um take our prayer needs to the Lord. It's good to see the McNairs in church with us this morning. Continue to pray for their family and uh, in the Manasco family. Continue to pray for Brother Blackie. He, uh, I think he's now in rehab. Uh, if you have any questions, I would ask Brother Buddy that's in the back. He posted something about Brother Blackie in rehab. So if you know any directions to go visit them, keep Brother Blackie and especially Sister Rosie, in prayer. Um, pray for Brother David Locke. He needs healing in his body. 
he has a migraine and a possible pneumonia. So don't forget about that. Uh, Brother Brighton, right? Brighton Doyle, which is Sister Regina's nephew. Uh, is he back in the hospital? He's back in the hospital. He, he just got out of the hospital, but now he's back into the hospital. So he really needs healing in his body. Just like Brother Ashcraft said, a turning point. So this is a turning point in people's lives that are sick. So let's go ahead and go before God this morning. Lord, we come before you today. Lord, we felt your touch in this place. Lord, we've heard your word, oh God. That's a turning point time. Lord, we pray right now over these needs that are represented, every name that we called. I pray over them, Lord Jesus, that healing runs through their veins, oh God. I pray right now in Jesus' name, but by your stripes we are healed. Lord, Lord, we ask you, Lord, to touch their body. Lord, the healing in their body, Lord, touch their family. Bless them abundantly, God. For you are able to do exceeding and abundantly through all we could ask or think. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Everybody say, in Jesus' name. Amen. If if the ushers will come. I want you to be one of the ushers. You get right down there. Christopher, Christopher, y'all come. Come on, brother. I wouldn't. I want y'all to saunter when you take up the offering. Saunter means just kind of sachet. Sachet means just carefully, considerately take up the offering. That gives people time. We're not trying to see how fast we can take up the offering. Put in something extra for Brother and Sister Ashcraft. If you don't like Brother Ashcraft, put it in for Wiki. She's an angel. I need you to put a big check, just a chunk. Put a chunk in there. So delighted to have them. We love them so much. Lord, bless this offering. Bless these faithful people. I thank you, Lord. They are the salt of the earth. And they are your saints. In Jesus' name, everybody said he's talking about me. And if I'm not, then, then get there and I'll be talking about you. You can be seated just a moment while they wait on you. Come right up here, Tyler. Let me give you some money. Just a... Just quickly, I'd like to say happy anniversary to Brother and Sister Myers. 30 years. 30 years together. I saw some pictures of them yesterday just look like little kids. <laughs> just little kids, and I guess they were when they got married. And it's been mentioned that uh, Twan and Ashley woke up to a flooded apartment today, so that's always fun. And... Uh, they contacted Sister Grant in a panic, couldn't get a hold of the manager to turn the water off. Water's everywhere. And so just uh, keep them in mind. And <clears throat> and uh, went to see Brother Blackie yesterday. And you would think, you would think that in the plan of your life, your Brother Blackie's 90 years old. He has been diagnosed with cancer undergoing treatment, different ailments. Now, you would think that everything would just, I mean, everything should go fine. I mean, that's enough. But they got his medications mixed up. 
gave in the wrong medication and had a very bad reaction. Sister Rosie said that he was, his behavior became aberrant. And no, I did not say, how could you tell? Because he's a little aberrant all the time. No, I didn't say that. She said he even became combative. And so pray for him. They've gotten his medication straightened out. Uh, I have a personal prayer request for us, for our house. We're having a problem. Friday, where's Sister Grant? Friday, was it Friday, 4 o'clock in the morning, or Thursday? It was yesterday. Okay, you know, one Saturday, it was yesterday. 4 o'clock in the morning, that's when you're in that, what, what, what do the doctors call it, REM sleep, rapid eye movement sleep? That's, what, that's when you're good, your dream sleep. And I'm awakened by the fire alarm and by somebody screaming, fire, fire, I smell smoke. And I realized it was me so <laughs> in my mind. It, well, she said, fire alarm. I thought, fire. I smell, wait, wait a minute, we don't smell smoke. Wait, wait, running. That's a terrible, you know, if, you're, if your alarm goes off and it's a burglar, you can at least, you know, maybe it's a mistake or what room, but when it's fire, did you know it's against the law to yell fire in, in places like, like a theater where nobody, it's against the law. Did you know that? Because everybody reacts to that. In fact, they, they, they often recommend if you're in trouble, if you're about to get mugged, scream fire. Because everybody listens. It was not a good sensation. And after I got through running around, bumping into the furniture and got the lights on and checked everybody, and there wasn't any fire anywhere. And then Sister Grant, who I affectionately call Bob the Builder, she can get it done. She got on the Internet, got to reading about what it could be. Read on the Internet that, that the smoke sensors can be, it can be dust, or it can be because one of them's close to an AC intake and the filter needs to be changed before. So while I, I'm still trying, I'm still trying to get my frayed nerves back together. She's on a ladder. Changes the filters, vacuuming all the, the, the and I'm still, because I'm still, here's where I was. I'm still, but wait a minute, because she's, re, but, but wait a minute, you mean after 11 years, all of them all of a sudden are going bad the same day from dust? And so, but she's just going, she's fixing everything. She's vacuuming the house, everything. And I meant to help. I intended to. I think I said it out loud. I may have only thought it in my heart, but I thought I'm gonna get, I'm gonna do it. But let's think about that. I can't be right. And then she gets on the internet and read, and, read, and, and reads that could be the AC, the air conditioning. Well, we just had somebody work on our air conditioning on some kind of control board in the attic, and then. Bob the Builder says, what if the fire's in the attic? I got the distinct impression she wanted me to go up in the attic and look. And I thought, well, 
wait, wait a minute, stink them. There are any sensors up there. The, the smoke detectors in the house, but it's up there. You, and I mean, all you say, well, I would have handled that much better. The, oh, oh, really? And then, and then we we're about to call the poor air conditioning man because he's bound to have done something to make our smoke detector. She, she read. I said, "What exactly did it say?" And she says, "Well, it says, it says it could be the AC or the DC, uh, the current." I said, "Wait, wait, wait a minute, the what?" And couldn't find out what I thought was air conditioning. AC didn't mean air conditioning. It's talking about alternating current and direct current. So how do you know about that? I just know enough to know a little, but I know this. It ain't air conditioning. It has to do with the electricity, and it could be a this and be that. But I still came back to, wait a minute, after 11 years, we've never had a fire alarm go off. Or if we have, so guess what's been happening ever since? Oh, just every now and then the fire alarm goes off. Mac, mac, mac. And Brother Ashcap, we don't know if we're AC or DC. We may be AC, DC. Most of you too young know what I'm talking about. But let me tell you something. When that alarm went off, I didn't have the guitar, but I had the shorts on bouncing off the furniture. I was AC, DC for a minute. If you don't know who AC, DC is, don't, don't look them up. Just. Pray for us. Pray for us. We have so much fun at our house. We, <laughs> we have so much fun. But we enjoy things most people really wouldn't. And things are a big deal at our house. They're not really a big deal anywhere else. We just we just have a celebration over whatever. But pray that we can find out what this is because... It's keeping me in a constant state of startle. You know, just about the... And so just pray for us. Somebody's coming out tomorrow, the alarm system. And uh, let's, let's stand together. I, will, I promise I will let you go. We have determined this. Sister Bob the Builder determined this. We evidently have six smoke detectors, and three of them are hardwired. Her words. I don't know if you saw that on the internet. They're hardwired. We don't know AC, DC, or whatever. But they're they're in an electrical system. The other three are battery operated. Well, the ones that are going off are the ones that are hardwired. So you know, it could be a loose wire. It could be what in our house. It could be anything. It could be a squirrel. It could be a raccoon. Who knows? But when you don't have anything else, you're not doing anything else. Just say a little prayer that we can find out. Because I'm telling you. A fire alarm at 4 o'clock in the morning while you're sound asleep. It just does all kind of things. Brother Ashcraft, if I'd have been standing up when it went off, I'd have been taller than I have ever been because that stretched me out. And then when I bailed out of the bed, my joints wouldn't go back together like they were supposed to. And so it's become a health issue, so just help us pray. God bless you for being so sweet and kind. I love you very much. You're dismissed in Jesus' name. Shake hands with brother and sister Ashcraft. Shake hands. Be friendly. And don't forget to get your kids.